Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JV Podcast Network, The Bachelor Roundup. Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire, you know him, Season 12, Bachelorette Seasons 3 and 4, Bachelor in Paradise. Here we go, Daniel. So we pick back up with all the drama that we were left off with, the big to-be-continued from last week. At the rose ceremony, Sarah faints. They're about halfway into the rose ceremony. She faints. There's five to six roses left. And... I want to get your take on this. I think it was rightfully so. The girls are pissed. Not that she faints. You know, that happens. People were a little bit skeptical of her motives behind it. Was it real? Whatever. But then, during this rose ceremony, she's getting all this one-on-one time with Matt because Matt's a good guy. He goes outside when she's getting some air. He checks on her. They see out there. um, You know, she has his jacket on around him, you know, to keep warm. And the girls are pissed. Victoria, your girl, my girl, our girl that we love watching is talking shit. She goes, I've never fainted for attention. Apparently, she didn't get the memo that this isn't the Sarah show. And so all that's going on. So I want to know, going back, uh, I want to know what you think about this. And then also go back to when you were on the show. Did anyone try to pull anything? Or was there anything that was kind of iffy that happened during rose ceremonies when you were on the show? So as for the rose ceremonies and people fainting, I'm not surprised because it can be very long. Right. Um, hours and hours at times. And yeah, if you haven't slept properly or if you're drinking during the day or you're not eating properly, then yeah, it's going to throw your levels off. So as for someone fainting, not surprised at all. Right. Um, and so then obviously the bachelor or the bachelorette is going to give attention to that person. You right. Know, just, you know, the right thing to do, I guess. And even the producers would probably want it. Um, and it actually did happen on uh, my season, I think, when we were doing the, this firefighting date. It was extremely hot out, yeah. and we were all very, very hungover. I, I especially, I thought I, thought I was going to die. Also, <laughs> I didn't faint or anything, but one guy kind of, uh, you know, he felt kind of faintish and kind of was laying down for a bit, basically kind of like what she did. And uh, And then... Jojo came over and kind of spent some time together and we were all kind of joking around all like we should have done that as well. But you know, it's not a big deal. What she gets an extra five minutes because if you know they fainted, I don't know. I doubt she faked it. I don't know. Who knows? But um I don't think it's a big deal. Uh like the girls make a big deal. I mean, they're gonna make a big deal out of it, but I don't think it really is or should be. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It was kind of blown out of proportion. They just any sort who any any sort of someone that gets one on one time that's outside of a date card or really outside of that cocktail party uh, uh, scenario, they're going to be a little bit upset with because they see it as time that they're not able to get because they didn't fake a a faint at a rose ceremony, even though we're not saying uh, that's what happened. So we're back to the rose ceremony now. Things kind of resume. And remember, this kind of overshadowed, if we think back again before the fainting, um, there's this drama going on between Victoria, Queen Victoria, and Marilyn, remember Victoria went to Matt. She's calling her out for being toxic, for being a bully. They're roommates at the hotel. And of course, to no surprise, again, they're building all this drama towards the final rose. And Victoria doesn't have a rose yet. Marilyn doesn't have a rose yet. And no surprise whatsoever, it came down to that. And even bigger of a non-factor, non-surprise, Victoria gets the final rose. And that's it for Marilyn. So Victoria, Queen Victoria continues to get her way. Yeah, no, it, um, I wasn't totally surprised that she stayed around. Um, 
either from him liking her or because you know obviously he doesn't see all of Victoria or maybe he just actually likes her or the producer want to keep her around probably right. better. Um, as for Marilyn going home, yeah, I mean again I don't know as a person, her voice and her demeanor sometimes does come across a little fake. Um, it's that it's just it's, I'm not saying she is, but you know I can see why someone might think that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, someone's got to go home. Yep, yeah, and then, so now Victoria, immediately, she's she's a killer. She's like Michael Jordan, and I'm going to get to Michael Jordan here in a second. I don't know if you watched that documentary, but once Marilyn's gone, she's on to the next. Victoria now has her eyes on getting Sarah the hell out of there, and it kind of reminded me, I don't know if on social media you see that meme going around where they, they place people's faces over Michael Jordan from that documentary. He's like, and I took and I took that personally. So basically this verbal meme is, Sarah fakes faints, faints, you know, makes that up or whatever. And Victoria took that personally. Now she wants Sarah um, out of there. So that, that's kind of what we're going to see here. We now fast forward. Next day, we get Chris Harrison comes in, makes everyone aware. We got three date cards that are going to be coming our way. Two group date cards, one one-on-one that we are going to see. Um, and someone, a former... Uh, was she a former contestant? Was she the Bachelorette at one point, Ashley I? Yeah, she was on my third uh, Paradise episode, Bachelor Paradise uh, season three. Um, we were in the same season. We went on a date actually, and at the time, she was this so-called virgin. I mean, that's what she claimed, I guess. Right. Which would I think find funny the fact that. You know, it's not like she's some ex- sex expert and she's doing this uh, 50, 50. bit in the show. She's got she's got her cameo, which right. good for her, I'm sure. I'm sure she's getting paid or you know, get some extra airtime. I don't know if she requested to get on the show or whatnot. I just found I just found it strange. You know, it's, it's one thing if you had some girl that was like very you know, sex educated um, and or experienced doing this bit, but. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, Ashley is fairly well known in the um, Bachelor franchise, so I'm not surprised they used her, but at the same time, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So we have, you know, like you said, Virgin, and she's doing this Fifty Shades of Chris Harrison thing, this sex scene that she's reading from a, this Chris Harrison but book. I also find it funny that it's Chris Harrison books, like, what a promo there, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. He's, 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 I guess he's not making enough money on the show. He wants to get extra sales or something. Yeah, he wants to be. He wants that stamp on the book, New York Times bestseller. That that's what he wants. I kind of think my crazy conspiracy. Conspiracy. I think he has a. I'm pretty sure he has a serious girlfriend. But maybe he's undermining the whole thing. And everyone was like, "That was Chris Harrison. He's just looking to steal the hearts of all the contestants on the show." Yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, good on them for. Good on him for like promoting his book. I mean, yeah. want better him than some random Joe Schmo. Um, I just found it funny that they're promoting his book, I guess, in a sense, you know? Oh, it's great. So all the girls find out they have to prepare their own sort of spoken word, Fifty Shades of Grey thing, and then present it in front of an audience for a guy that they've known for 72 hours or whatever it's been. And it's been fun to see. Now, normally when they do these, they would bring in an audience from the outside. These would be, you know fans of the bachelor bachelorette whatever it is they would come in and it would be like a real crowd but now it's brutal we've seen it here and on the last season covid bachelor bachelorette the studio audience 
are the girls that aren't on the date. That has to be brutal to sit there and watch. You can't do anything. And you're watching these other girls on a date, kissing Matt, talking about Matt, interacting with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think it's better to be there watching this than sitting back at home doing nothing or back in the mansion or whatever it is doing nothing. At least you get to see, you know, uh, his reactions and just get to see more of him. I think it's better than just, like I said, just sitting at home. Um, I had the same experience where it was like to tell a sex story, and uh, but there was an actual audience of maybe including the producers and everyone won't not work there. Maybe you have one or two hundred people, yeah, like random people. Uh, fans or whatnot. Um, so it could have been awkward depending on who you are. I don't really care. But obviously I wanted to, you know, go extreme, kind of like Victoria. And I liked, I mean, the, the cast members, the girls who went above and beyond, that you have, to, I mean, it's a show. You want to shock value. You right. can just do some boring romantic story. Okay, whatever. But if you do it like very sexual and very, extreme and it, it's going to put a reminder uh, in, in his mind but also the the viewers so it you know i i, I appreciate the, the cast members that go above and beyond case in point case in point our girl victoria who goes up there and and she had she, she's being censored left and right she's saying this she's saying that stick it up there i don't know what's going on then she finishes up and this was a great line we were talking about this this was actually hilarious she was like and he knew her orgasm was real, unlike all the women from his past. And it was kind of a mic drop. It was pretty badass. Now, listen, what, no matter what you say about Victoria, she's definitely the most entertaining person on the show. 100%. If she, there, if she wasn't there on the show, I would not, I would be falling asleep. Yeah. I'm not saying, I, I don't think she's attractive. Um, I wouldn't want to date her. Yeah. Uh, but she's definitely the most entertaining. And I even think, I, not just entertaining, I think she's quite funny in certain, certain parts. Um, Definitely the most, I think, the funniest one out of the bunch. Yeah, absolutely. And before we move on from this, again, we kind of talk, we make fun at some of the double standards sometimes based on what show we're dealing with here. But can you imagine if this was The Bachelorette and there were a bunch of guys up there talking about that? I mean, they would never do this on The Bachelorette. No, they couldn't do They wouldn't do it. Yeah, definitely wouldn't do it. They would, yeah. They wouldn't be allowed to do that. Right. Double standard. Yeah. But I'm not going to complain. It was entertaining. It was fun. Okay. So they're at the after party. I have a question for you. I don't know if you caught this. Maybe it was the angle when Matt was kissing. It was he kissed Bree and Rachel. They had the same camera angle. Were his eyes fucking open? Did you see this? I missed that. I missed that. Oh my god! I should have messaged you to look for it because. I swear he was kissing them with his eyes open. Matt's this good-looking, like, essentially from what we've seen, perfect guy. But there, there's always one thing, and maybe his thing is he kisses people with his eyes open. Anytime someone says this person, this person's perfect or they come across as perfect on TV or whatever, it's usually not the case. It's usually, you know, they're usually the, the serial killer type, you know. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it is, unfortunately. Maybe he is. Uh, if he kisses people with his eyes open, that freaks me out. Yeah, listen, I'm sure, you know, out of how many people you've kissed in your life, you can't say you've never had your eyes open for at least, I mean, a second, you know? Yeah. But this wasn't it a is, second. He was staring, he was like waiting for them to open their eyes, like, hey, look at my eyes, we're kissing right now. It was weird. It was too much. Yeah, I, I, I missed that part, but uh, yeah, I give them the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, I agree. Okay. You don't want to, it's not something you want to get a habit of. Okay. Anyways, back at base camp here, date card has arrived one on one. Serena P is going on the date, uh, so we're going to get to that. 
But first off, um, Sarah, who was not on this date, again, remember everyone, Sarah's the one that fainted at the rose ceremony. Uh, she's having some issues right now. She talks about some of her past faithfulness issues, you know, with other guys not being able to trust. Uh, so she feels that she can't wait. She kind of intrudes on the other girls group date during their cocktail party, you know, kind of after party. Um, and she goes in and just has to talk to Matt. She interrupts Katie and, you know, I understand that, that you feel this way, you know, could it, could it have waited? I just can never have that much sympathy for someone when, when they talk about the pressure and all this other stuff and him being with other girls, because the show isn't a secret and, and it's really hard to not understand what the concept of this show is. There's no way she hasn't seen the show before. I know you never know how you're going to react to something until you're in the moment, but still, I mean, I can't sympathize for you when you're making these excuses. I mean, it's the bachelorette or it's the bachelor. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I agree. Yeah, no, I think that was a bitch move on her part going in uh, on, it wasn't even on her date. Right. Um, even Victoria made it like, listen, I'll do that, but not on my group date. Yeah, which I respect <laughs> and I believe her. Yeah, no, me too. Um, and it totally is. It is you're really going to stab yourself in the back or whatever you want to say if you go on in someone else's group date and you inter interrupt like that. Yeah, I'd be pissed as well, for sure. For sure. And I, I kind of love what Katie did. So she goes in, kind of lets everyone know what the hell's going on. And she comes back and she goes, all right, is Matt ready for me? I'm ready to get back to this because Katie, as she should be looking out for herself, making sure that hopefully she gets a rose here. She felt like something was building with Matt and their little one-on-one -on -one time. And then she just goes and like stands behind the wall. And then, and then she ends up coming back around and sitting down until yeah, she was like, it was awkward, but honestly... Yeah. You kind of got to do what you got to do. Sarah came in and kind of hijacked your time here. So I don't mind her being a little pushy right here. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard to know what you're going to do in that situation. Like, who knows? I could have been like, no, you're not on this group date. Bugger off. Right. Or I could have been like, okay, listen, I had some time with Matt if I was a girl. And I would have been, and I would have been like, okay, you know, I'll let you have a minute. And then I come back, listen, you've had your time. Now bugger off again. I don't know, but it's hard to know when you're in that position. For sure. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I've been on the show and I wouldn't be happy if uh, some guy comes in out of nowhere uh, that's not on the group date and just tries to get extra time because the time's limited. 100%. So, so after she does this, Katie walks out and addresses all of the girls, just letting them know what she did. I'm like, okay, like, you know, good for you for addressing, but someone made a great point. They were like, you know, you're doing this after the fact. You kind of did this and are asking, you know, did it without any permission, kind of came in and hijacked the situation, asking for forgiveness after. They were like, we don't respect this. It's one thing if you came in before and it was just dire, dire, then maybe we could be a little bit more understanding, but you already did this. Now you're coming asking for our forgiveness, basically like piss off. Now she's public enemy number one. No, it's like you 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 go uh, kill someone and then you apologize. Oh, well, you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, obviously that's an extreme example, but right, yeah, you, it's too late. You already did the damage, you know. Yep, yeah, and I think Victoria is an evil genius. So she goes out, she's talking to her, and no, I like she, that. that was funny. And she starts buttering up Sarah like, "Hey, I you know I'm I'm worried for you. You know your health." this, that one to make sure it's okay. And then Katie shows up and then Katie kind of takes it a different way. And Victoria just kind of lets it happen and kind of chimes in. I mean, 
Victoria's an evil genius here. She is running shit. Maybe she is a queen. She's definitely the most entertaining uh, part of the show. Yeah. And um, it's definitely helping the show. Yeah. Okay. So the, the group date rose goes to Rachel, one of the girls that he kissed with his eyes open. I'm going to stand by that. I'm sorry. It's, um, so now it's time for the one-on-one -on -one time with Serena P. But first, of course, Sarah's cooped up in her room. So Matt, being the good guy that he is, he goes up and checks on her, says it's going to be five minutes. It's probably like a half hour in real time. Uh, she seems to be really uh, milking it, but she can because Matt actually likes her. Matt likes her. And I'm kind of hating to see this because this is Serena P's time. This is her day. Well, I also find this a little disrespectful on um, Matt as well. It's like, look, you can say, you can say, yeah, I know what's going on. Are you okay? And then, yeah, everything's okay. Bye. I got to, you know, because I'm waiting. I got a girl that's waiting for me uh, and I'm disrespecting her time, you know? Yep. So I, at the same time, I think like, yeah, you should have made it quickly go and check, but instead of like, you know, kissing her and cuddling yeah. with her, just like, you know, you got, you got someone waiting for you. Right. They cut to that shot and he's like laying on top of her in the bed. Like, Oh, it's going to be okay. I'm like, Whoa, where's like the, the, today is Serena P's day. So, um, they go on the date horseback riding picnic. They do the whole thing. They get in the hot tub that we've seen four times already this season. Um, she opens up that, you know, her father isn't the most supportive of her decision going on the show here. Um, so the date goes really, really well. Dinner date time, they're talking about love. And I'm really feeling it with these two. I really thought this was a good date. Listen, yeah, I think they're a good couple as well. It's just funny, in the, earlier in the date, she's like, yeah, I'm falling in like for him or something. Right, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, you know, you'll, you, this is your first one-on-one -on -one time with her, right. so it only makes sense. Yeah. But then later on in the date, she's like, they're talking about love. Yes. Just look like that. You know, you go into love. Again, after hanging up one date, typical fake bachelor, bachelorette right. show. It just, it just drives me nuts. Like, I don't, are these people trying to put on, like, trying to put on a show? Or are they trying to fake it for us? Like, come on. I know. And it's so funny because with the, you know, if you're a fan of the show, you've been on the show, you understand these things and the timelines, but the way that they change wardrobe and, and change settings and, and now it's night. I mean, you could think it's like, Oh, are these one-on-ones? Are these like over the course of a few days? No, it's literally hours. You go from falling in like with someone and now they're talking about love and this and that, uh, at dinner. So no surprise. She secures the rose. Um, Serena P gets her rose. Now we're back at the home. Back of the house, right? Group date card arrives. Coincidentally, as soon as that group date card shows up, Sh Sarah shows up, and everyone unleashes. Unleashes. It was she was like a steak, one steak for a bunch of hungry tigers at the zoo who haven't eaten in a day. Yeah, I was enjoying that. I was like, I mean, at least from the entertainment aspect and whatnot, kind of like she kind of did deserve a little bit. She was hiding in her room. Um, obviously, she has other issues going on which we can talk about in a second. Yeah, we'll but, talk about. You know, you're hiding up in your room and, you know, you don't want to, you're avoiding the com possible complication of what you did wrong. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she got it coming. So I was kind of like, I was kind of enjoying that aspect of her getting attacked. Yeah, and Victoria goes from earlier, we were talking about buttering her up. I'm worried for you, your health. And she goes, apologize all you want. We will not accept your apology. Um, she said, what did she say? She, uh, something... You know, I'm not going to apologize 20 times or something. Yeah. Yeah. Apologize 20 times. Not going to accept it. Someone said your living situation 
if you if you stick around is going to be horrible here. She's, I know. I was, just, I was like, <laughs> I was almost excited because I'm just yeah. like, I love it. I'm loving these shots. You know. I know. It was like it was like this past Sunday when I'm watching my Browns. They're scoring touchdowns. I'm jumping off the couch. I'm fist pumping. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Like, get after it. Um, and yeah, then team aspect was great. Obviously, you know, for someone's feelings to get hurt, you know, right? Kind of sucks for them, but you know, it is what it is. Right. And and we will before everyone cancels us here. We're we're gonna address you know the, everything here in a second. But again, you know, of course, Sarah starts to break down. And again, Victoria's getting her way. Um, you know, and, and really everyone joins in. They're kind of pushing uh, her out here. So uh, someone goes to talk to Sarah. Uh, she says she's going to leave. We learn, of course, obviously, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say like I'm giving her a pass because I just feel bad for her. But, but honestly, you know, you have all these outside factors going on. You can understand. I mean, you're just not thinking rationally. You don't feel great. You know, it, it comes out. She says her dad has a terminal illness, doesn't have much longer to, to, to live. She she was kind of unsure about coming in the first place. I mean, I really did really feel for her in this moment. Yeah, I, I did a little bit as well. But that being said, doesn't give you an excuse to act like an asshole. I'm not saying she did, but, you know, act. As, my dad, when I was on the show, my dad was in a wheelchair. He's a quadriplegic. He could have died any day. He was on it. He was on going downhill and with his health as well. To, but does, does that mean I get to act a certain way? And it'd be one thing if they, she found out that day that her dad, uh, you know, died or right. uh, her dad something bad happened right. that day. Then she, yeah, she's gonna act maybe differently. But it's not like it, she went on the show knowing exactly what was going on. And so, do I give her a pass? Maybe a little bit, but not as much as because I've been in that situation, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll stand by her, you know, just a combination of all these things, everything's, you know, the, the pressure, everything going on, stacking on top of each other. Her mind is obviously all over the place. So, so I'll stick by her on that for, uh, for the most part, but of course she wraps up, she talks to Matt, uh, lets him know that she's leaving. This is what she's got to do. Um, and also, you know, I don't know if this is going to be any foreshadowing if Matt will address this, but she did say she felt bullied by just about, Everyone, and I don't know if this is going to be a red flag for Matt. I don't know if he's going to be asking around. I don't know if he's going to address this or if it'll be the end of it. But going forward, it could be something that we see next week. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, people get bullied all the time, but as for bullied, that's subjective, very subjective. Um, and for her leaving, I'm not surprised when even right. when I film the Bachelorette, it's hard. It's hard for a lot of cast members. People are talking often about going home, and these are guys, men, you know, and they didn't have necessarily family issues going on. But it's just a combination of factors of lack of sleep, uh, being filmed 24 hours a day, living with you know 20, 30 people, right. being told what to do, when to do, uh, you know, being a very boring process, not having phone, not having any communication with the outside world, not being able to do anything you want. So it is hard mentally. Um, For sure. It's like a game and you have to be um, fairly uh, mentally stable to be on these shows. Or, uh, I'm, not just, I'm, not, I'm not talking like as a, um, like a head case, but just like even just your current point in time in your life, like um, physically stable, you know, if you're, say you're having bad time sleeping for a couple months, you go on the show, um, it'll, be, it'll make it even harder for you. For sure. So, I mean, that's why they do screen these cast members. They have psych, psych evaluations and health, health tests and whatnot. But uh, the show is definitely not an easy process filming. So, um, you, know, I, I, you know, like I said, I won't give her a pass, but I will. But I have been in that situation. And at times, um, you know, I felt like, 
almost quitting as well because uh, I, on Paradise I had salmonella and I was so sick and I'm yeah. like, it's not even worth it anymore, you know? Absolutely. So that wraps up week three, Bachelor. Daniel, any final thoughts before we sign off here? No, um, I think next episode could be good. We'll see what happens. Um, Victoria is bringing this entertainment aspect. She least, is. Um, otherwise, the show would be a little too boring for me. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, it looks like more people are coming next week, which yeah. is a curveball. They never. Good. I don't know if they've ever done that before. And no, it's kind of like paradise. It's a big insult to current cast members. You're just like, what the what the heck is going on? Now I got to compete with more people. And um, and and it looks like at least one of the girls. It appears they have some sort of past, or they know each other. Did you sense that? Yeah, Did you see that? Surprised. Yeah, not surprised. So that's going to be interesting. You know, you might, you know, bringing in a few strange, you know, first off, it's a big curveball to bring in anybody. You bring in some strangers. Okay. We've kind of seen that because of the last season situation with the change bachelor bachelorette. We've seen it on paradise, but now we might be bringing in someone that he has a past with. So that's really going to bring some drama. And once that word gets around the house, apparently one of the girls is allegedly an escort. This is going to pick up and I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. Well, uh, never mind. I was gonna say something, but any other people get offended. <laughs> we'll we'll talk. We'll talk after. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Well, I was gonna say, like, well, to say, like, the fact with OnlyFans and right. this day and age, like, sugar babies. I mean, it's just very common nowadays. Escorts. Yeah. No. Like, you know, someone's an escort. Like, I don't flip out. I don't like whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do. Be safe. Whatever. Live free. The money's right. People can do anything. I find. I, I mean, a lot of people will do anything. Yeah. It's the way she goes. So thank you everyone so much for watching Bachelor Roundup. This is week three. Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire, Batch, uh, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. We are going to be breaking down next week's episode for you guys. So to be, uh, be sure to tune in next Tuesday.